Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Wassalatu wassalamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyina. Muhammadin wa alihi al-tayyibin al-tahirin. Humankind is seemingly in a journey toward finding a sense of contentment and pleasure during the course of their lives. And when you take a look at different religious traditions or different mystical doctrines, across the world, religions generally speak toward this reality of finding a sense of contentment, feeling comfort and recognizing one's purpose, knowing why it is that we've been created and what it is that we're seeking are naturally difficult questions to answer. And once we find answers to those questions, or we seemingly feel like we've found answers to those questions, again, clarity in life becomes that much more real and apparent to us. As we traverse through the experiences that mold us from a very young age, we realize that we're attached to certain things that seemingly draw us closer to a sense of contentment. For example, when we're young, we feel that contentment is sitting on a swing while at the park, or on a beautiful spring day, going out and playing on the grass. As we get older, we realize that contentment might be in our friend circle. And perhaps as we get older, we find contentment and pleasure in not seeing people at all, maybe spending time alone, or in reading a book, or in going out for a walk or eating food, or drinking coffee. Again, all of these things and all of these experiences during our lives, naturally, they draw us closer toward this feeling and toward this pleasure of contentment. And again, as we get older, we experience different things, and we feel that they are those objects that often draw us again toward the sense of pleasure and contentment. Perhaps career, perhaps wealth, perhaps the degree, perhaps a 401k. It can be any of these things that naturally draw us to a sense of comfort because, again, we feel that everything is set. And again, we can kind of relax in regards to some of those obstacles and those stresses and anxieties that we encounter during the course of our lives naturally. But as we know, people who often have a lot of wealth, or people who are attached to their wealth, perhaps even more importantly, don't necessarily find a purpose many a time. Because when you're only working and seeing that as the ultimate objective in your life, you're going to consistently be at a loss, because again, there's a sense of desire for more accumulation. Wealth, one example, but there could be a whole host of other examples that we employ in trying to bring home the point that there has to be something more meaningful than the physical, than the tangible, than the materialistic external object that brings, a sense, brings us a sense of pleasure and happiness. In other words, what I'm trying to say is that if we are drawn toward the externals of this world, the clothes that we wear, the food that we eat, the drink that we drink, the money that we have in a bank account, or in a 401k, or the career that we consider to be so important to us. And again, all of those things may be important, and that's fine. But if we feel that they are the be-all, end-all, ultimate objective of that which brings me a sense of peace and solace and comfort when I sleep at night, 
naturally, there's going to be regret. What did we do at the end of our lives in terms of leaving behind a sense of legacy? A lot of times, people toward the end of their lives, they recognize that their biggest regret is the fact that they were never happy, that they felt some sense of tragedy, or they never felt truly fulfilled during the course of their lives. And I don't mean tragedy because of a loss, I mean tragedy because of a lack of a sense of attainment. And when we sort of transfer these perspectives and truly reflect on this night during the holy month of Ramadan, it goes back to that verse of the Holy Quran in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us exactly how we draw ourselves toward a sense of ultimate contentment. In which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he states, that surely by means of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the hearts drawn toward a sense of contentment. Meaning the cause is the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, I want to go back and reflect for just one moment in regards to what it means again to being in a state of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or really go back toward specific experiences during the course of your life, my life, in terms of how we really remembered God and how that translated into feeling a sense of real contentment. If someone asks me personally, and I say this as a reminder to myself and to all of the listeners, about those moments that perhaps allowed for me to feel a sense of comfort and at ease more than any other experience or any other time during the course of my life, I would perhaps go straight back toward the plains of Arafat, the years that I performed the Hajj pilgrimage. Sitting under the sun or standing and supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, raising my hands, demonstrating my humility and my servitude in front of Him. Or the first time that my eyes glanced at the Holy Kaaba. Or the long nights in prayer on the night of Laylatul Qadr, for instance, supplicating again on calling out the names of God or being in some sense of intimate conversation with Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. God again states, Allah that surely with God's remembrance do those hearts find rest. Do these hearts find a sense of contentment? Oftentimes, it's those moments that are not linked to anything physical. In fact, it's a complete negligence of everything that is happening around you in the world. You're not concerned about food during those moments. You're not concerned about your finances during those moments. You might not even be concerned about that which is most important to you, and that's your family in that moment. Because again, that attachment, which is not always bad, sometimes can be a cause of distraction of that which truly brings us pleasure. The sweetness of that relationship that we have or that we have the potential to have with the Creator. But naturally, these nights are very different. Those days are very different. Those moments are very unique. We don't get them back all the time. We don't necessarily feel that feeling of contentment or we're not encompassed by the remembrance of God in that same manner in a perpetual state during the course of our lives. 
So the idea is then to kind of go back to those moments during the course of our lives where we felt most connected, where we felt most at ease, where we felt most comforted due to the sense of encompassing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's remembrance, this heart and soul of ours. And it's important for us to take one step back once in a while and see what are those hurdles, what are those obstacles that are actually seemingly that which brings me a sense of contentment, but in reality, all they are are externals. When we see ourselves so consumed with TV or Netflix or social media or friends or food or drink or sex or whatever it might be that is an obstacle in life that hinders me from feeling that sense of ultimate pleasure and that's in the sweetness of the love that we have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that's what we need to work on. That's what we need to reconcile for and rectify during the course of these nights and days during the holy month of Ramadan. The idea is to be in a perpetual state of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is difficult and it's long and it's challenging. And again, it's a journey like everything else that we experience in terms of our spiritual growth and our connectivity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah bi-dhikrillah. But then it goes back again to that ultimate sense of pleasure that we have the ability to feel and experience. And that's the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Contentment in this world is found or seemingly found in a million different things. You turn on the TV and you're bombarded by images and advertisements of people who are so happy drinking a drink or eating a food or wearing a particular cloth. All of that is some sense of temporal pleasure, temporal contentment. But when we talk about this term, itma'nan, as stated within the whole Qur'an and as well as founded within the hadith literature, again, it's not about the limitation. It's not about the transient, the passing contentment that something or someone may potentially offer us, but it's about that perpetual state, that gift that keeps on giving, that offers a sense of solace and calm to the heart so that no matter how high we get in terms of blessings or no matter how low we get in terms of obstacles or difficulties that we encounter during the state of our lives, our hearts and our souls are always in a state of equilibrium, so to say. We're always calm. We're always relaxed. We're always introspective. We're always thankful for the blessings and the bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has afforded us in the good times and patient during the difficult times. That's what it means to be content. That's the journey and the objective that every single human being is seeking. And during these nights, during these days of the holy month of Ramadan, we consistently seek, we consistently find, we consistently search for that connection, that remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will draw us toward the contentment of these hearts. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen. وصلى اللهم على محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.